Last week, uh, last work, last week, <laughs> we learned uh, not all who hear the word receive it. Parable of the soils and the different responses that people have to the word of God when they hear it. Now, suppose that you have received the word of God. You believe the kingdom is here. You believe that Jesus is the Messiah. Now what? I want to read to you the story of a woman named Amina. Amina was born and raised in the country of Kenya in a Muslim family. But after many conversations with some missionaries, Amina believed the word of God. The article talks about how she chose to receive Christ. And this is an article found in the latest edition of Voice of the Martyrs magazine. You might have read it. Uh, And it talks about the suffering she faced. She lost her job. She was rejected by her family, many of them. Her husband divorced her. You know what I find amazing about that testimony is that that, uh, these things, this suffering is not the end of her story. In fact, the article goes on to talk about how in the 10 years since she received Christ, Amina has shared the gospel with almost everyone in her family. The article talks about how she shared the gospel with her mom. And her mom eventually actually gave a Bible to her sister. Her aunt heard about the word of God. She was given an audio Bible. And this woman is now raising two young daughters. Teaching them about the word of God. Because she's seen the power of God. In his word. Amina understands what we're going to hear from Jesus this morning. That what you have received. The good news that is contained in the word of God. Is not meant to be hidden away. The secret is out. It's meant to be shared. Our scripture this morning is found in the Gospel of Mark, chapter 4, beginning of verse 21. I'm going to read through to 25. And he said to them, Is a lamp brought in to be put under a basket or under a bed and not on a stand? For nothing is hidden except to be made manifest nor is anything secret except to come to light. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. And he said to them, pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you, and still more will be added to you. For to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, Even what he has will be taken away. 
May God bless the reading of his word this morning and give us understanding. Jesus here gives two proverbial sayings. First about a lamp and second about a measuring container. The first parable about the lamp is found in verses 21 and 22 also. We read there, Jesus is asking them a question. He says, do you take a lamp out to put it under a basket? Do you take the lamp out to put it under a bed? And not on a stand? There's a simple point here. A lamp is intended to give forth light. It's not supposed to be hidden away. You don't go to the cupboard, take your lamp out to put it under the bed. Though Jesus goes on, he explains in verse 22, nothing is hidden except to be revealed. Nothing is secret except that it should come to light. He's talking about the light being revealed, not hidden away. The secret being revealed. What secret is Jesus talking about here? You may remember last week, Mark 4, 10 to 13, the disciples are asking him, asking Jesus about the parables. Jesus gives an explanation to them. And he says in verse 11 of Mark chapter 4, to you has been given the secret of the kingdom of God. He's talking about the kingdom of God here. That it was veiled. It was hidden. It's now being revealed. And it's not time for that secret to be hidden any longer. It's meant to give forth light. The knowledge of the kingdom of God. This has been the central focus of Jesus' ministry since the beginning of Mark chapter 1. In Mark chapter 1 verse 14, Jesus is proclaiming the kingdom of God is at hand. Kingdom of God, his reign has come near in Jesus Christ, who is the Messiah, the one who would deliver the people of God, would rule over his people. During the time of Jesus' ministry, the kingdom of God was still unfolding. The disciples at this point did not know that Jesus must suffer and die to bring them into his kingdom. They did not know that the Gentile peoples would also be included in the kingdom of God. 
God was revealing His plan. He was revealing His kingdom in the person of Jesus Christ. And that news was meant to be shared. It's like a lamp. It's meant to show forth the light, not hide it away. After telling us this, Jesus gives a second figurative saying in verses 23 to 25. Now this saying in particular emphasizes how we respond to the revelation of the kingdom of God. Jesus begins in verse 23, if anyone has an ear to hear, let him hear. That same call as we saw last week in the parable of the soils. That how will you listen to the word of God? Will we pay attention? Will we hear what God is saying to us? And believe. Receive that word. Jesus goes on to say in verse 24, pay attention to what you hear. With the measure you use, it will be measured to you and still more will be added to you for to the one who has more will be given and from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. This parable is a parable about a measure. A measure is a, a container that was used to measure out grain. I think it was about a two-gallon uh, pail kind of thing. And this was a proverbial saying people used in that times. Ideas as, as how you measure out the grain is how the grain will be measured out to you. We talk like this today sometimes. We, you know, if you're generous. If you work hard, you'll receive in kind, right? Be nice to other people, they'll be nice to you, is the world's version of this saying. Today we might say you get what you give. But notice here that when Jesus talks about what you measure out, he's talking about something specific. He's talking in the context of paying attention to what you hear. In the context of the word of God. The revelation that has been given to you of the kingdom of God. And who that king is. How we will respond to the authority of, of God. As revealed in Jesus Christ. And so, verse 25, to the one who has, that is the one who has accepted the word and then lived in light of it. Measures it out. Uses the word. Puts it to use. Such a person who lives and gives the word will reap the benefits. More will be given, Jesus says. 
I might look differently than we expect. Jesus isn't promising you're going to get more earthly treasures here as though if you do uh, what God tells you, you'll get what you want in return. He promises to give greater understanding, to give eternal treasures, treasures that will not fade away like this world and all that it has to offer. You see this in other places such as Matthew chapter 6 when Jesus talks about where you put your treasure. It's that same kind of idea. How are you measuring out? How are you using that which you have received? How are you making use of what you have heard? The one who has not has nothing. Even the knowledge that a person might have, all the revelation in the world, if you do not respond to it, you don't receive it, if you're not willing to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord, to do His will, you promise nothing. That revelation in the end will be meaningless. So we are warned to pay attention to how we use the word. We grow in wisdom, not just as we have more revelation, but as we apply the word of God to our lives as we submit ourselves to the revelation that we have received in the word of God. Both of these parables call for a response. The lamp was meant to shine. The measure to be used generously. And the secret of the kingdom of God, the good news, is meant to be shared. It is meant to be given away generously, to be put to use. Not to do so shows that we have not understood the good news of God's kingdom. We don't understand the grace of God. But we might say we've received the good news. I want to suggest two paths towards applying this text then. We say we listen. We say we heard the word of God. And we believe it. The first path towards applying this text is that we would not be a people who hide the truth. That we would not be the sort of isolationists off in our corner of those in the know. We're to be the light of the world. We're to be a people who 
show forth the word of God. That the, the truth is not hidden away in our lives. That it would show both in how we live and how we speak. So that we would share the good news. Good news is meant to be shared. How will we do that then? How will we show forth the truth, the revelation, the word of God that we have received? These are important things to ponder. The second path that I see uh, as an application of this text is that... uh, the parable of the measure teaches us how important it is that we would uh, use the revelation that we've been given. It's not there to sit in the grain bin. And so the truth of God's word, it's not to be glossed over. It's not something we hear and put on a dusty shelf in our brain. It's meant to be used. It's meant to be given away. And so the second path that I would encourage you to think about is to slow down. Share the word, but also slow down. And the reason that I say this is because I think a lot of times we we stop at comprehension. I understand this. We go, oh, yeah, I got it. I understand the insight here, the truth, the wisdom. And that's where it ends. We're happy. We're satisfied with that. So when I say slow down, I I do mean, you know, pay attention. Think about what it means. How it might apply to your life. But don't leave a passage. Don't leave the scripture where you've got just an insight. You think you've got the truth. Leave it when you've learned to put that knowledge into practice. Whether that's in sharing the word, whether that's in living the kind of life that God would have us to live, whether that's in in, uh, putting off the lies that we believe, How will you slow down and apply the word? How will you share the word? Not let the truth, the good news, be hidden away. These things matter. God didn't keep the secret hidden away just for a select special few. The secret's out. And it's meant to be shared. What you've received was meant to be given away. Was meant to be put to use. I want to close this morning with Paul's prayer in Colossians chapter 1 verses 9 to 14. Father, I ask that we may be filled with the knowledge of your will 
in all wisdom and understanding so that we would walk in a way that's worthy of you, that's fully pleasing to you. I ask that we would bear fruit in every good work and increase in the knowledge of God, that we might be strengthened with all power according to your glorious might for endurance and patience with joy. And that we would give thanks, Lord, and we do give thanks this morning that you have qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. That you have delivered us from the dominion of darkness, transferred us to the kingdom of your beloved son. And we have redemption and forgiveness in his name. So we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Time will close in song.